Welcome to the Fully Free Podcast with your host, Taylor Lee. This is the podcast to get real about what it takes to become the wealthiest and happiest version of you. After creating my first seven-figure year, 12 months after having my first baby, I am on a mission to show as many women as possible how they can create tons of money in their online business with the most ease and joy possible. I'm here to inspire you and guide you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. You guys, I am so excited for this episode. I want to be clear. This is not going to resonate with all of you. And so it might be triggering and it could trigger you because it does resonate and you don't want it to. (laughs) It's one of those. Um, But it could also trigger you because it doesn't resonate and that's okay. So I want to be clear that what I am saying in this episode is not the law. It is not the only way things work. You can charge whatever you want to charge and you can make it work. So just please listen to that because Above all, here's what I would do with this episode. I would listen to it with the level of belief that this is so true for some people. And it may or may not be true for you. It also may or may not be true for some of your clients. So feel free to kind of use this to think about some of your clients who might be struggling right now. But also know it may or may not be the answer for them. And I think in in, in the strategic business coaching world, We need more people to address things like that with the knowing that like, like you're not God, your word is not law. (laughs) So even though it might look like this resonates for someone, it might not, it might not be right for them. And I always tell my clients, like take what resonates, tweak what mostly resonates, toss what doesn't. And I want to give you guys on the podcast the same permission, but that's our trigger warning. <laughs> but without further ado, let's talk about outpricing yourself as a business coach. I, I guess I have more forewarning. Another forewarning that I have really quick is that I have clients who are business coaches um, and peers who this definitely does not apply to. They charge a lot more than what this conversation would necessarily recommend. And it works for them. And I don't think in any way that they're out of integrity at all. It's just, that's their level of expertise. That's their level of experience. And that's what their intuition and their soul is telling them to do. And it works for them. I will also say that I've had clients and peers who charge three, four, 5K a month or more for relationship coaching, health coaching, um, life coaching. And that convert, like it's, pricing yourself as that type of coach is just such a different thing. This, you still might get some stuff out of this episode if you're that type of coach, or if you have clients that are that type of coach, but it's different. This is really like, can you outprice yourself as a business coach? What does that mean? How do I know if I'm doing it? So this is for the business coaches that have private coaching or high ticket coaching of some sort. And it's not selling. And this is a conversation that's uncomfortable because it might lead to you lowering your rates. And I know a lot of you just want to hear me talk about raising your rates. 
But this is actually a really needed conversation right now because a lot of people's egos are wrapped up in their rate. So before I even share anything else, that's what I would do is like a few deep breaths. Is my ego wrapped up in my pricing? Even my intuition said yes. It's so easy for ego to slip in. What does that mean? Like, do you kind of base how good of a coach you are off of how much you charge? Do you look at what other people charge and think, wow, I want to charge that because of the way you perceive them is how you'd like to be perceived? Does me even saying that there might be a possibility on this earth that one day you may lower your rates kind of piss you off because you think you're too good to do so. And you also think people would judge you for doing so. Your ego might be wrapped up in your rates. And if your ego is wrapped up in your rates, that's got to go. So how do you get that to go? This is like very, very important. You get that to leave by redefining why you charge what I, what you charge. I don't charge what I charge because I'm the best of the best. I'm not the best of the best, honestly. I'm not. And that's okay. And neither are you because no, like nobody's perfect. Nobody's the best of the best. You're the best of the best for your people. I think I'm the best of the best for my soul people. But even for them, I think there's other coaches who would be really great for them too. And some of them hop around and I still feel like they're just a dream soul client. And we really work well together. But I charge what I charge for a few reasons. Number one, I charge what I charge because I've worked my way up there. So I first started charging less than $1,000 a month. Now I charge eight to 10K a month. I've worked and that's over a seven year time span. So I just, I just do, right? That's number one. I've worked my way up to where, what I charge. It's just been, and, and number two is kind of the same thing. It's supply and demand. So I used to charge $1,000 a month. Once that got easy, I raised my rate again. Once that got easy, I raised my rate again. Don't get me wrong. There were some price points that weren't easy and that didn't sell. And the right move was to raise my rates because another reason my rates are what they are is just competition. Like right now, if I look at other women who are where I'm at in business and what they charge, most of the ones I see charge substantially more than me. So I'm on the lower end, yet my ego is still wrapped up in it. Very interesting place to be. So what's my right move is just to keep working on redefining why I charge what I charge and let go of all that ego, all the ego reasons, right? But that, that is one way to price yourself is A, working your way up, B, trusting your intuition, C, based on competition. What do other coaches who are like you, who have similar expertise, similar experience, similar results charge? Okay, charge that. I've done my pricing that way a few times. And that's also been something that's called me to level up and is calling me to level up um, because it's scary to raise my, my rates any higher than they are. But at the same time, the supply and demand working my way up is there. Like I put an offer out 8K a month and it filled in two weeks. And now I have people asking to book that price in advance. So that's big. Um. And, and then when I compare it to the market, to competition, 
it should also be higher. And it's just scary because I don't want to outprice myself. And this is what I was talking actually with my husband. So you guys can thank him for this episode because it came through in our conversation is that's why I haven't raised my price yet is I just don't want to outprice myself, which might be just is obviously just fear and ego. Like you don't want to, you don't want to, you know, F up like how you've done before, how other people do. Like you don't, you don't want to, that's not, we we don't want to not outprice. We don't want to avoid outpricing ourselves but you will. So here's what it means to outprice yourself as a business coach. It means that you have priced yourself so high that the only people who really are actually a good fit, and this is for business coaches, because this is where profit margins do matter. I don't want a client at this point to work with me and their profit margins be garbage, right? Some of my clients do work with me and their profit margins are garbage when we start. That's a personal choice, but they shouldn't be based on what they make. So at this point, I'm at 80 to 100K months. So women who come to me who are at like 30, 40, 50, 60, when someone at that level comes to me, I'm like, no freaking brainer. I can help you double your money. Like for a fact, I could do it with my eyes closed. That's easy for me. That's an easy client. And the ROI is there on 8K a month, even though that's expensive. And it's hard for me to believe that that's what I charge. The ROI is there. Now, if I was charging 15,000 a month, I know these numbers might be like, oh, what are you even talking about, Taylor? Do you live on a different planet? Look, it's just the way it is. If I was charging $15,000 a month, I don't think that would be as a no-brainer price for someone at that level. It's not saying that those people can't afford that or that they can't do that, but I would feel more like I should be coaching people who are in the 60, 70, $80,000 range, Right. And that's, I mean, I could do the math here with you guys. It's kind of just based off of like my own profit margins, what I think builds a healthy business, that sort of thing. Maybe even higher, maybe they should be at 100K. So the thing is like, I know when I raise my rates, I'm also up-leveling the client. And it's important that before I up-level the client, I feel good enough for that client. So I have clients who make 70, 80, sometimes even $100,000 a month, but they're longtime clients. Like we've built our way there together, not to take any credit at all. But like, I think the reason they work with me is we have a really good, solid relationship. There's a comfort level there. And I know I can help them because I have known them for so long. And I've, I've been on the journey of them getting there that I can still see their blind spots, even though I'm not 10 steps ahead, I might be only one step ahead, maybe not even right. Or in the areas where there's blind spots, I'm steps ahead, but maybe financially, you know, my blind spots are just different. So, but I'm not usually calling in brand new clients who are already at that point. To be honest, I'm not. And if I was, it might make me a little nervous. Like, do I really know how to help that person? Like they're where I'm at, you know? And that's not to say that I can't. That's not to say I'm not good enough. Maybe there's work for me to do around that, but it's going to be a lot easier when I do it for myself first. So when I move past the 100K mark to the 150, 160, 200 on track for 2 million, people will come to me at a million and I'll be like, oh my God, I could help you double your revenue with my eyes freaking closed. That's easy. Then it will make a lot of sense for my rates to be more. Now, I'm like a little like cringing to share this because I know some people would listen to this and be like, you know, you have limiting beliefs, you need to heal this, that that's always an option. 
That's what I want to be clear on. I could heal this and feel good enough where I'm at to coach people that are making more money than me. And it's a false hierarchy and yada, yada. Okay, cool. Pitch me if you want. I'm not going to buy. But it is an option. I do know it's an option. I do know it could be effective. I do know I could do that. But those of you that are more logical like me, personally, that's why my rate is what it is. Because I don't want to outprice myself. I want to get to a point I'm, I'm working on other things. I want to get to a point where it's like, I, I've always known since starting my business, I'd be helping people at the million dollar mark, like, and, and scale beyond that. Like, I just, I don't know why, but I just knew that, but I have never marketed to that. My confidence isn't there. And again, this is not the right move for everyone. I'm not saying just because you're not there, you can't help them. I know plenty of people who do and just something to check in on. If you feel like your coaching does not sell, and it's so hard to sell, and you're starting to feel worse and worse about yourself, and you're really resonating with what I'm saying, and you're starting to feel like, I think I got priced myself, lower your rates. Lower your rates. Lower your rates, please. Just get rid of the resistance. Lower. So number one, let go of the ego. Remember why we charge what we charge shift your rates from there to be aligned to that and then shift to your ideal client is so it's someone who you're so over the moon confident to help and go do your thing and fill your client roster and let go of this resistance and then start working your price back up i have personally had to do this when i first raised my rates to 7k a month I outpriced myself. And again, that was an option. I could have done some more inner work and healing and mindset work and whatever. But for me, the path of least resistance was so easy just to jump down to like 5,500 a month. I did. And everything was easy <laughs> suddenly because I was behind the price. I was pricing myself accordingly. I let go of my ego. I redefined the ideal client. And now I've worked my way back up. And like, at the same time, I will say like, all of this is just BS in our head. So don't make this more serious than it is. It's just an option. It's just a logical option that I think can help a lot of you. If you feel like you might've accidentally outpriced yourself, how does outpricing yourself even happen? It happens, you know, because you are growing, growing, growing. And as you're growing, 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 you're raising your rates, raising your rates. It feels good. It feels good. It feels good. And then something happens and knocks your confidence. This is why doing the inner work is always an option because the only reason that someone typically outprices themselves isn't that they actually outprice themselves. They actually price themselves perfectly, but something knocked their confidence and now they feel outpriced. So again, you can choose. And, and I do both sides of this with my clients, but you can choose, do I want to do the inner work to really heal what knocked my confidence? Or do I, and it, it might take a little longer, right? I think you should always do the inner work regardless. Let me be clear. Because if you don't, it's just going to keep happening until you do. <laughs> Let me be very clear. You always have to do the inner work. So you can just do the inner work until it works. And then you never change your price. Or if you're more logical like me, just lower your rate and do the inner work, and get out of the ego, and redefine the ideal client, and own it, and go sign your clients, and then start working your way back up. So again, to be clear, I'm not advocating for skipping the inner work or the mindset work. I'm not bashing that. I actually think you have to do that, or you will keep being smacked in the face with the same lesson over and over. 
So do it. But I am saying that like, maybe for some of you, there's like a quicker way that you get to do the inner work and just go with the path of least resistance. And that's like, it might not look like it. Cause I feel like I'm continually making really big moves, but I am like such a path of least resistance girl. It's not funny. The only time taking the path of least resistance is like not good is when you are not doing the inner work alongside of it, in my opinion. So have you outpriced yourself? Is this resonating? Is it triggering you? Do you feel like you need to pitch me your healing services? Message me on Instagram and let me know. Again, I, I actually am not going to buy anything. Do not pitch me. I just, that's a joke because I feel like in our industry, anytime you like show your human, oh my God, it's so annoying. It's like, oh, she's human. Like she's not perfect. I need to go pitch her, especially like the spiritual people. No offense. I'm sure none of my people are like that. Oh man, my dogs are going to bark. I've got to go. Um, so it's just a joke. But anyway, send me a message though, for real, if this is resonating or not, tell me your thoughts. Tell me what you think. Tell me if you're going to do it. Tell me, maybe you've already been having this on your heart and this was just the sign. Um, send me a message on Instagram and let me know, but I'm going to hop off. Send you guys lots of love. Talk to you in next week's episode. Bye guys. Bye.